Spread your golden wings Sail on freedom's wind Cross the sky Great bird With your golden dreams Flying high Flying high Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and Gobble Gobble It's Thanksgiving week here for the 3 o'clock parade. Hey, it's November 17th. It's Monday. Let's do this. It's time for the 3 o'clock parade. Here on the East Coast, my name is Drunk at Disney. Hope you're still ready for a good time from last week because just down the road here on the East Coast, we have Rhiannon. Is that Rhiannon? Rhiannon? What? Is that you? No. I hear gobbling. <laughs> I'm not a turkey. Hey, turkey, how's it going down there? Is that supposed to sound like a turkey? <laughs> what is going on already this week? I could not believe it. So we got Rhiannon here on the west East Coast. Way out on the West Coast, we got Skipper Dick Ritchie. And it's dark over here again today. Still dark. Mm, thank Still you for that dark. edification. Extra special week here on the 3 o'clock parade. Today... We've got filmmaker Ben Lancaster coming on, our first interview. Oh. I'm so sorry for him. Apologize to him in advance. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even clean up the, the I told him we anything. were the Today Show. I told oh, him we were the Today poor, Show. Poor that man. Weird? I told him your name was uh, uh, Matt Lauer and Katie Couric. Who's who? I'll be, I'll be Katie. And then, okay. yeah, Matt Lauer, of course. And I'll be Al Roker. Ooh, even better. Okay, just well, don't dress up like. Wait, shouldn't we be what? ABC sticking with the I whole don't Disney know. Thing? I'm just saying, don't dress up with that creepy Charlie Brown with like the doo doo on his forehead. That was what? gross. Oh, that was terrible. I don't. That remember. was yeah. really bad. Right, those are not great decorations this year for Halloween. I don't no. even know what you're talking about. Okay, we'll the just costumes. Google it. Yeah. Google Today Show peanuts characters costumes, and then um, you'll you won't sleep tonight. So. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So welcome to the 3 o'clock parade. Drunk at Disney, Rhiannon, Skipper Dick Ritchie, coming up shortly, Ben Lancaster. First, breaking, we're going to start with breaking news. Just a few hours ago, I was at Trader Sam's. There it is. The breaking news turkey at Trader Sam's Grand Grotto just a few hours ago. We have holiday decorations, so it's official. We are having uh, holiday decorations here in Orlando. We have snowing windows. It was snowing in the Grog Grotto. Check out the Drunk at Disney YouTube page. You can see video of it snowing in the Grog Grotto. We've got uh, stockings hanging above the grotto. And uh, let's see. We've got Santa Claus hanging from the rafters. So And Christmas music With playing. News. That was the news. That's not what I said. Oh, what did you say? <laughs> I said with a noose, but yeah, let's noose. go with what you no, said. Not... The news, not the news. You said he was hanging from the rafters. The I made the logical conclusion that he was listening to our show. <laughs> well, so there are holiday decorations in the Grog Grotto. We've got... Whoa, whoa, whoa. The There's tree. also holiday decorations in the Enchanted Tiki Room. Fantastic. I'm just saying, our Enchanted Tiki Bar. Um, so there, I'm just saying, you guys, just, not the only ones. Yeah, no. Drunko, you don't own I, Christmas. Mm. I did ask the bartender, are there any holiday drinks 
And his response was, uh, uh, not yet, at least. Boo. I tried all three of the holiday drinks. Fucking war on Christmas. <laughs> They're taking the Christ out of Christmas at Disney World. Shit. Ridiculous. Fuckers. I know. So I'm not impressed with the drinks, but I did have my dark and chocolate stormy and some uh, Kona hey, Cafe. I have a question Kona about the dark and tropical stormy. Oh. Since yes. I, haven't, I have not been there, obviously, so I don't know for sure. But somebody told me they only serve that outside? Incorrect. No, Thank you, you are wrong. Okay, you good. The spiky pineapple. Good to Correct. hear. Oh, so there is a drink you can only get outside. Yeah, and I just named it because I'm awesome. The spiky pineapple? Yes, which is the one that has Dole Whip. And you you don't have to pronounce it that way. This yes, you do. You have to pronounce the WH. It's whip. What? It's white. What? I say. I don't whip. hear it. I don't hear it. Whip. That's how everyone says it, right? Whip. Okay, if you start pronouncing my name with the H, I'm going to have to punch you all. Horianan? Wow. I'm not even going to say anything because I don't want to get punched. All I know oh. is it rhymes with Shannon, and I have not said it wrong in three episodes. Good so we have. You. I'm trying really hard right now. I appreciate well, I that. Full, Thank you. I took a full monorail loop, and man, there are Christmas trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's officially full swing. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, but it's all up. Thanksgiving week. Yeah, is that why you're late? Is that why you're late? It is why. I, I saw we've got Christmas decorations up at the Wilderness Lodge. Couldn't have done that tomorrow. That's not even on the monorail. Ser- but this it's is why you're fucking late. He doesn't even know where the monorail goes. He was lost. But I was on a monorail, and I saw. What do you want me to do? Not go see Christmas decorations? Um, our audience expects us to have this podcast up at some point tonight. Yeah. <laughs> at what point was my? Uh, I tell you, my name is punctual at Disney. Uh, basically in five minutes. Uh, whatever. Speaking of this weekend, which we weren't, but I'll tell you, I went to see The Good Dinosaur. So I actually have seen The Good Dinosaur at the Disney Parks blog meetup oh, i'm uh, jealous yeah good Ooh. dinosaur is fun it's a really good movie good dinosaur had a great time um reminds me a little bit of uh the lion king as far as the story i don't want to give much too much away, spoiler but... alert his know, father right? gets tossed to meat eating animals long live the king yeah exactly. stunning Visually stunning. I mean, it looks almost like it's real uh, backgrounds. I thought it was really cool. The water looks amazing. Story's fun. Uh, of course, you're going to cry because it's a Pixar movie, and they, they don't they uh, make take you cry. It I, Wait, I, I, I have a question, I have a question for Rhiannon. Yes? Since you don't... Since like you Tronco. Well, since you can't physically bring yourself to tears or cry, what yeah. happens to you at a Pixar movie? I get really uncomfortable. <laughs> I just imagine your eyes like suck themselves into themselves. Yeah. It becomes really awkward. I have to leave. Oh, man, that's rough. I cry for both of us is all I'm going to Okay. I just start like walking into walls repeatedly. <laughs> What's Do you cry at everyone uh, Rich, I just cried I'm a, I'm legitimately a, at one, and that was Toy oh, Story three. I'm a sap. I like I if I watch, I've seen Up probably more than anybody has ever seen Up. Well, and how I, much do you guys cry at the Publix Thanksgiving commercials? Oh, I, yeah, those stupid little salt and pepper pilgrims—they get me going. Well, I mean, it's not perfect, 
or it's not flawless, but it's always perfect. So we don't Can have public, right? we don't have publics out here. So I'm I'm reflecting back on when I lived in Florida, but ultimately, yeah, I ball, uh, and I cry at every well, maybe not every Pixar movie. I don't think I cried during Inside Out. Or yeah, no. Oh, not I even did. when Bing Bong oh, died. Uh, not even when Bing Bong died, and Bing Bong's my favorite character in that whole movie. So screw Bing Bong. Sorry, screw Bing Bong. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, Bing Bong. Whoa. Bad. No one's Bing screaming Bing Bong. You know what? You know what? My, first, my first Thanksgiving uh, that I'm grateful for, I'm going to say my first whatever, thankful. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for Bing Bong. So there. I don't have any. Not Nothing against anything. Bing Bong. But in you all these said movies, screw him, obviously. Screw him. But well, you, that's what I'm saying. What always makes me cry is anything about growing up. Always makes me cry. Growing this up. This explains a lot. Is this a drunko therapy session right it now? It might be. Are you we lying on a couch? I'm sitting up and I'm drinking, but okay, maybe I'm, Wait, I, I should probably. Is, there, is anybody not drinking? I'm drinking Crickets. for quite oh, I'm a drinking. while. I'm drinking. Oh, I'm sure you are. I've been at Trader Sam's all day. I'm actually jealous of that. But I will tell you, it's the growing up part. Come on. I mean, like, when you've got in Toy Story 3, you've got him passing along. Andy's passing on the toys to uh, oh, the girl. Oh, agreed. Oh, my gosh. I'm bawling like a baby. And then the, in Inside Out, the girl, uh, she grows up at the end, and she realizes she's not a little kid anymore. And, ugh. I mean, it's happy, but, God, you got you got to grow up, and it makes me sad. You don't have to grow up. I haven't. Lies. Good point. Oh, I hear some. I, what, I stopped talking. <laughs> Disney <laughs> earnings. Looking at the next story, Disney earnings. Yes. Smokes. Blowing Dis- it out the water. Disney's parks and resorts generate four point four billion, ten percent gain over last year. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I'm excited about this. Keep going. I'm mostly excited because it means that hopefully they can pay for some of these new things that are coming up. 7% more visitors over last year, and they spent 1% more on average overall. So there is a lot of cash flowing through uh, the Disney parks right now. I like to call this the uh, Derek Bergen part of the podcast. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Well, he's always, you know, because he loves Universal, which is great. I love it for you. But, uh... You know, the, the comment is always that Universal's doing so great and how they're taking people away from Disney. But there's no way because Disney keeps growing and they keep making more money. So that's why I'm, that's why I like to de- – yeah. anytime we talk about money, it's a Derek. Yeah. I mean take away any – the fact of the matter is people come to Florida for Disney and whether Universal grows or not, um, the majority of people are still coming down for Disney and – that's going to continue down the way. A lot of, and I, I brought this up on Twitter this week, and I noticed that there's this general consensus and this theory that if somebody becomes disenchanted with Disney, let's say a family comes and they have a bad time, oh, I guess I'll just come to Universal next time. And I don't necessarily buy that, that it's a definite like, oh, I didn't have fun at Disney, so I'm going to go shoot over to Universal. I don't necessarily buy that theory in general. No. So. Is that a threat? Are you threatening me? But regardless, hey, all – I mean, all, Orange County Visitors Bureau said this, this is their busiest year in Orlando ever. And so when you know Universal announced their earnings and they were up big from last year as well they should because they opened Diagon Alley, um, 
I mean, of course, all the parks, everything's, you know, it's, it's Everybody's been a big Everybody's killing year. it, except for one. I'm not going to bring it up because it's very controversial. Kaboom. I'm sorry. I'm trying really hard. Splish, splash. They are doing, hey, they are doing a BOGO buy one, get one free annual pass, though. Oh, out here, if you buy one day, you get the rest of the year and all of next year. That's what they're doing at Bush Gardens here, though. Yeah, because nobody wants to go. Let's, I don't want to get into that, though, because there's no. people that are really into it, and it becomes very political. The bottom line is, with these earnings, I mean, if anyone's surprised, where have you been? You certainly haven't been at Walt Disney World, because this is the busiest year I've ever seen. So, I mean, I don't even like to make this a Disney versus Universal thing. They're both printing money right now. Oh, yeah, they're and, killing it. Yeah, they're both killing it, and this is not a, you know, this is not a Disney versus Universal thing. This is like... I mean, who, if you're surprised, where have you been? Because you have not been at the parks. They're packed. I mean, Rhiannon couldn't even get uh-huh. a hotel room today. Which Excuse is funny. me, I got a room. Oh. It just. What's the room number have... that they give you again? Um, six six six. Blow me. Oh, that's funny. That's which resort thing. is? What's which resort has that section? I want to go to that resort. <laughs> it sounds it's, wonderful. It's a new resort called All Star Wars. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, but the All that Star Wars sounds fantastic. All Star Wars? What was that? Yeah. The All Star Wars? I would stay at the All Star Wars. Wow. Holy smokes. Did you guys see this uh, yeah. uh details of Animal yeah. Kingdom Rivers of Light that came out? It looks pretty exciting. I couldn't get past Jerody's ear. Right? How does he keep that thing on his ear? That's, that's what I'm it's... thankful for this year is that my ear does not look like his. It's getting really bad. It's time to be done. You know, I love Joe Rohde. He's done amazing things for that park. The ear. Yeah, that thing's... I mean, I'm sorry, if you would ask me, here's your choice. You could have Joe Rohde's life and his talent and his gifts, but you had to have his ear, or you could be you. I might pick the ear. Yeah, I mean... I might. It could be a good dude, price to pay. I mean, he's like... All over the world. He's world traveling. If you ever follow, if you're not following Joe Rody on Instagram or Twitter, you're missing probably the most unique travel schedule I've ever seen. I mean, the guy's literally in like, he'll be in Orlando and then 24 hours later he's like, oh, by the way, I'm in Kathmandu. Is that it's how just, we're pronouncing it now? How, how do you pronounce it, Mirror? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Kathmandu, but you know. If we're going to pronounce it Kathmandu. <laughs> I don't know. That's how you say it. If you're, I didn't know you, it was pronounced Cutter until like a year ago. If you live in the, the mountains of Kathmandu, that's Catherine how you pronounce Heigl it. Catherine show. But if you live on the coast, you pronounce it Katmandu. If you live but in the mountains, you, it's To make Kathmandu. a long story short, this... Wow. To make a Disney's long story Kingdom. short, Too Rich late. is a world of knowledge. And Rivers of Life looks awesome. No... It appears to be no intellectual property. There's no Frozen. There's no uh, Olaf. There's no Little Mermaid. It looks. What's like my popcorn going to come in? It's going to come in a box of popcorn, possibly. <laughs> Your popcorn can come in whatever it wants. Oh my god! Dangly ears like... adorning the edges of the box. Looks like there's going to be water, fire, actors. It looks like it's going to be quite the show. I'm excited to see it. And my only concern is the seating area does not look big enough. 
My you, concern is that you'll never be able to sit at Flame Tree ever again. No, dessert party, guaranteed. When Shit. was the last time you either of you were at Disneyland and watched Fantasmic? Oh, so you're saying like April. used to it? Right. How was that seating? It's a it's a mess. I gave up. Yeah. I had fast passes and I still fucking gave up. Yeah, no, it's a mess. Um the at Disneyland uh Fan- Fantasmic is at the Rivers of America, so just to give you an idea of what it would be like in Walt Disney World. They don't have the stadium seating, and people just show up. They added the Fast Pass because people were getting there at like 3 o'clock and putting on blankets and blocking the entire walkway, and now you can't do that anymore. So, yeah, walking into the park, you have to go one way. Walking out, you have to go a different way, and it's a total mess. So but you still then have to stand in line to use oh, yeah. fast pass. Yeah, and then you so still- even if you have a fast pass, you have to get in line preferably like an hour in advance. Then they let you in a certain set time ahead of that. Then you go and pick your spot. Then you put your blanket down. And so it's still a two hour ordeal, even no, with a fast pass. I do not want to be doing this at Animal Kingdom. This well, sounds terrible. This, I'm getting less a- excited. I feel you're this gonna is enter- the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. Oh I feel you're gosh. gonna enter on one side of the park to get to your uh to you know your standing area to watch this thing and then to exit you're going to go out a different way and if you want to get into anything that's around that area forget it forget it you just literally took my 10 of excitement and turned it into a one especially when you think of how not wide the paths are yeah yeah Oh, that is well, be a from there, fun. it's not too bad because it's like you're taking the Dinoland Bridge the one way and the mm. main big path from Asia. It's I, not too bad. But, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised how many, if they... How many thousands of people do you think you can fit in that area? I can't uh, even me- What I'm saying is guess. I wouldn't be surprised if down the road they eventually pull a Magic Kingdom move and create an express exit through that gate that's sort of down to the right of the Finding Nemo Theater. Yes. Um, that, yeah, you follow that, it leads right up to the parking lot. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that. Yep, that, and there's also one uh, basically where they used to put the Beatnik band right there across the street from Flame Tree Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, there's yeah. a gate right there that basically leads directly to the uh, a, a bypass. They'd have to do a little bit of work, but yeah, you're right. I wouldn't be surprised either. So, yeah, that part will be fun. Aside from that, though, the logistics of the people, I'm actually very excited about this show. Yeah, it looks awesome. I'm just most excited that we were able to take Drunko's excitement down a notch. I, why would you? What did I ever do? Okay, never mind. Don't answer that. Don't, don't answer that. I have a longer list of answers to that than I do of the what am I thankful for this year. Oh my gosh. I'm thankful. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to. Throw this out right now. What I'm thankful for, I experienced today again. Themed bars, Trader Sam's. God I bless America. Said that. God, no, bless, God bless Trader Sam's. God bless Trader Sam's and Saint Sam's. It was great. So uh, last bit of news before we bring in our special guest. We're going to take a break for a second in a moment and bring on Ben Lancaster. But we did see that a car from Disneyland's iconic people mover just sold for nearly half a million Dollars and I have too no ba- idea where I'm gonna put it. <laughs> too bad Disneyland. I was kind of hoping Disneyland was gonna buy it and reopen the ride. Uh, they can't. the The track has been totally removed, 
because uh, they used to use it for rocket rods. And if you never went to the rocket rods, we could talk about that if you want. No, I, I know. I just, I just want to cry instead. Can we just oh, I agree. say how cool it is? The People Mover is just the greatest ride ever at Magic Kingdom, in my opinion. And this one was great. And it makes, I have ridden it. It's, uh, I have ridden the original People Mover at Disneyland. And it was wonderful. And this makes me happy for the person who bought it because that's pretty cool, but sad because it means, yet again, we will no longer be able to ride the People Mover. I'm sad that they didn't announce other things, like how much did Harrison Ford's hand go for? (laughs) Rhiannon, did you buy that? I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement to both the final price as well as what I planned on doing with it. So. (laughs) I think we all know. You don't know where it is right now. <laughs> and that being said... I'm jealous uh, of an animatronic hand. What is that? Do I hear somebody knocking at the studio door? Well, we have a studio door. I thought the thing fell off. No, that's it. That's the studio door. Oh. I, yes, it is. I, I, I think we have a we have somebody at the door. Who is it? Uh, I'm hoping it's the pizza guy. <laughs> is it Ben? Today is to know what that means we're gonna have a special guest so get out the room sweep the place clean dust off the mat so the welcome can be seen <laughs> roll out the carpet strike up the band and give out with a hip hooray hip hooray wiggle your hey how are you guys doing holy shit it's ben ben lancaster the filmmaker from the further adventures of walt's frozen head that is correct You'll have to excuse the mess. We didn't realize we were going to have guests today. Most of that mess is from Rhiannon. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, I recycle my empties. <laughs> I just heard there was pizza, so that's what I'm here for. If you call it pizza, go right ahead. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Ben. We appreciate it. No problem. So let's start here. with. Oh, absolutely. Let's start right with it. Where did you Where did you get the idea of the frozen the further adventures of Walt's frozen head? Uh, you know, I think it's one of those things that obviously gets joked around uh, a lot. And I was in uh, the MFA grad program at UCF, and um, you know, our feature film is kind of our thesis capstone project. And I was working on this other project, which may come to see the light of day at some point, um, but it was kind of stalling out, not going anywhere. And um, you know, a group of us were just joking around, and someone suggested it more as a title than any other, you know, real project. And uh, um, it kind of stuck because I think yeah. there's a little bit more there than just the initial joke. Um, yeah. So it's it, it's something that I was obviously really interested in beforehand. You know the the whole life of Walt Disney, I suppose, and uh, um, something that we worked to develop to see if there was something here. And and pretty soon we had a story we were pretty confident in. So clearly, this is based on the you know the uh, legend of. Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen uh, after his right. death, and so and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but basically the the premise is every year the Walt Disney Company brings Walt Disney back for advice, almost like a sage of what are we doing and are we doing correct? Is that sort of the idea of the setting here in the of the movie? Right. The kind of MacGuffin is that they have like 72 hours. They can defrost him every year to give sort of <laughs> guidance for the company. So it's like, you know, they have they have a limited time period and it's, you know, high pressure meetings with the executives and then they've got to get him back 
in the uh, defrosting stage so they can thaw them out again in another year. Yeah, I mean, you got to be careful. I mean, that's valuable property right there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, what I the... love the idea right off the bat. I'm just going to say when when I saw that on um, on your Twitter page, I was instantly mm-hmm. drawn in. So I'm excited to see the the final copy. Now, Ben, you're a uh, I mean, obviously a Disney fan. What's your background in Disney? Like, when did you start coming? Just sort of a quick. Yeah, you know, when did you start coming, and when did you when did you move here? That kind of thing. Uh, two trips when I was five and seven, and then another when I graduated from high school. Um, but then I was the kid who checked out guides from the library, not to like the unofficial guide to Disney, not because I was going, but because I wanted to read about the new attractions. Burn um, bomb, you know. So it was, yeah, burn yeah. bomb, I mean, yeah, this burn was, bomb. No, I think it was, I think it was unofficial guide at that point that I was I was really reading. Oh. Yeah, Birnbaum was um, the official guide. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Ben is not old. I don't know. I'm just saying. After Birnbaum <laughs> was the internet, so fuck it. I mean, one way works to the other. Uh, there are was you, a, there are you was kind of an in between period. Fantastic. Now, um, clearly, when you're dealing I'm with going back on mute now. Oh yeah. <laughs> clearly, when you're dealing with you know Walt Disney World. I mean, I've seen the trailer. Have you seen the trailer, Rhiannon? I'm sorry. I thought I was not allowed to participate in this conversation. You're what? Oh, my God. Have you seen the trailer for Walt's Frozen Head? I had access to it early. Suck it. I know you did. I was there. But you had access to early head. Uh, anytime I have access to getting a little bit of early head, I will take it. Well, <laughs> the, there has been filming in the Magic Kingdom. So what, what kinds of challenges did you find trying to film stuff in the Magic Kingdom, Ben? You know, basically it was just an, a matter of planning ahead and coming out with a game planning, knowing, <laughs> knowing planning exactly ahead. what we were going to do. Ooh. Oh, I, I got, I see what you did there, Rhiannon. Yeah. That's what I thought the uh, the Kickstarter was for, by the way. I was all like, what? Getting head? Y'all, whatever it takes, let's do that. <laughs> Is that one that of the rewards? Your generous donation. so much money. That was not a reward. I'm very sad about that, but it's okay. Know. I did get a sweet shirt and some bracelets and stickers, and so it was worth it. I'm in. So you're sitting there, and you're. <laughs> I saw one of them is actually going through security. Now, how did you how did you pull that shot off? Um, you're talking about the overhead shot with the table in it. Yeah, I mean, I, well, it looked like security. Yeah, going through security. It appeared as if you know. The, the, I'm not sure if it's the main character, but one of the characters is taking right. the bag that Walt's frozen head is <laughs> carried around in through security of the Magic Kingdom. Well, some of the some of the shots we were able to fake, and the overhead shot specifically was just set up on a soundstage um, with a table that closely resembles the security. We got a, a shirt that looked close enough from the top, and just you know hands that didn't exactly belong to a real security member. And then the way we cut it, it appears that if those two shots are taking place in the same location. But if you look, um, the, the shot on the table actually doesn't show anything that's particularly Disney. It was just done on the soundstage. Okay, so as part of just sort of coming up with the idea of how to film this, are there legal legal ramifications that you've had to, to deal with or are worried about dealing with um, as far as from that side of it? You know, we think, and it is our legal opinion, that this is 
clearly fair use, that there's nothing about this film that could be construed to be in any way um, illegal or, or, or copyright infringement or trademark infringement. That being said, um, you know, the Disney Corporation obviously has employs a bunch of lawyers, and uh, they might try and find a way if they uh, so desire. Um, honestly, we think we're probably just going to escape notice um, in that it's not worth the publicity for us. Right. right. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Um, and I don't want to. I, I wasn't a big fan of the last movie that was made in the parks, but those mm-hmm. guys got away with it, and Disney didn't seem to say anything. So um, I would imagine that they've almost set a precedent by not saying anything and letting that first uh, terrible movie go through uh, go through it. And if you liked it, I'm sorry. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but um, there goes our next interviewee. Well, no, yeah. I was going to say, is that what's his name? T Bird or. What's his name? The guy T Dub. T Dub. I'm sorry, T Dub. If you if you loved it, I'm sorry, but that movie's also. If this bad. is also one of your favorites. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Escape from Tomorrow. I believe we're talking. Oh, about. I didn't even want to say yeah. the name because I didn't want to give it yeah. any credit. Well, I mean, but they, you know, you got to give them credit for, for pulling it off. I yeah. mean, oh no, no. Except I for th- the fact that if you if you know anything about the Disney parks, it's clearly filmed. You know, <laughs> you've got. Disneyland oh, everywhere. Land. Yeah, yeah, there's no, a lot no. of continuity errors. Well, and that's that's actually what I think like I actually liked about that movie was the fact that they were able to kind of like splice all the different parts together, but the story and the effects and just Yeah. Uh, it, it, hey, I will tell you what it did is it left a door open. Right. For the next film to be done from which that. which, you know, that I, is, I believe will be far superior. Well, we we hope so too. Mhm. Me too, or else I want my money back. (laughs) So if you were to, out of a slice of a 100% piece of the pie, Ben, what percentage of the pie is complete at this point? Oh, well, that depends on how you look at it. Okay, so, I mean, filmmaking's three basic stages. There's the pre-production, where you're developing the story and writing the script and gathering the team. There's production, in which you shoot the movie, and then there's post-production. And and right now, we're through all of production, with the exception of shooting Walt's head, which is going to be integrated into the film in post-production. So production's completely finished. We've shot all the footage that we're going to shoot for everyone except Walt. Um, And then... We're probably about a third of the way through post-production. Um, my question, my question, and I only really had one, was uh, how are you doing, Walt? Did you find somebody that's similar? or At this point, we're still uh, unsure who exactly is going to play Walt. Um, we are kind of putting together a little packet with uh, the visual effects tests, a few scenes cut together and really sort of polished up. Obviously, the teaser trailer is going to be part of that, and we're sort of sending it off to see who might be interested, Um, you know, potentially someone who's a little, you know, got a little bit of name recognition, you know, someone someone maybe a a TV star, something along those lines, Um, you know, TV star from many years ago, perhaps, (laughs) Uh, someone who's willing to play that avuncular character and might be interested in doing a a low-budget indie film. Um, Um, Because it's just how interesting... Yeah, how interested would you be in Rhiannon playing Walt Disney? We might make her do a screen test before we would uh, would go forward with that idea. You can't afford but, you know, me. We're not close. <laughs> I mean, so, it's true. It is, you know, okay. The reason well, I that's have... what Kickstarter number two is for. <laughs> Just to secure Rhiannon. 
Exactly. Um, so no, I, I'm listening. I'm going to say two things. I think uh, Andy Garcia, if you <laughs> if you get him in the right light and makeup, would be an excellent older Walt. And um, there's actually a guy that goes to date night at Disneyland, which is uh, swing dancing um, at Disneyland, and they've been doing it since the park opened. But there's a guy that goes in a zoot suit that looks exactly like a young Walt Disney. Um, I'd, really? be more, I'd be more than willing to approach him if you wanted me to and see if he would be interested. But it's not he does not look like in, uh, you know, end of the end of days, Walt Disney, as much as right. it's more like uh, just getting to Hollywood, Walt Disney. Yeah. See, I think we're probably going for 1966 Walt Disney. As Andy best Garcia. You got to go with Andy Garcia then. He's already gained the weight. He's got, I'm telling you, I've been, I've been, I have actually been talking to friends of mine about who should play older Walt because I was not a uh, Tom Hanks. I would not have uh, have hired, even though I did enjoy that movie. And I think Andy Garcia. If you if you look at the two of them uh, now and and Walt when he was older, I think mm-hmm. it, I think it would come up. It would work. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and uh, I can definitely see a resemblance, especially yeah. with the uh, facial hair there. There has been a. I've I've wasted many of my work hours uh, scouting for, for this uh, for this exact role. You, you call it scouting. <laughs> I call it stalking Andy Garcia. Uh, he's, a a he's a handsome man. <laughs> you're you're really going for an executive producer title here, aren't you? A little. Oh okay. no no no! I, my name doesn't have to be on the t- on the thing at all. I, I I I saw a story that I wanted told, and I was just like, I'm in. Uh, plus. There was a promise of drinks at Trader Sam's, and I missed the the date. But you know, maybe March, maybe March, we could go back for and try again. Yeah, maybe we will. We will definitely try and see if that can work. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm wondering. I make now it got me thinking. No, that's not going to work. I was looking at. I was thinking. Tom Hanks got me thinking of that thing you do, and I was wondering if the guy that played Shades would be good. But no, he's now. I'm looking at a picture of Tom Everett Scott, and that's not working anymore for me. So. See to me the uh, the thing that that Tom Hanks didn't quite nail was the voice. It's that kind of very flat Midwestern accent that Tom Hanks just couldn't quite get. Um, so you know that's that's going to be a big part of it for me casting. Yeah, I mean he really does well, sound like a grandpa. You know, Walt Disney sounded yeah, like he was grandpa. Uncle Walt. That's why he was great. Yeah. But the other problem is that Walt actually, if you look at his nose, it's a very like straight and almost pointy nose. And you yeah. look at Tom Hanks, and he kind of has that like bulbous little round nose. That's true. So yeah, I, I I could see Tom Hanks playing the part of Uncle Albert if they decided they wanted to reshoot Mary Poppins, but um, not Walt. <laughs> so Ben, um, as far as so you say, you're gotten through. Now you're just really looking through Walt. Um, what are your what kind of release are you looking at? I mean, are you guys going to try to shop this? Um, how's this? What are your goals, and what are you up to at this point as far as a release? Well, okay, so part of the issue is uh, you know a lot of distribution companies get a little skittish around movies like this for obvious reasons. Um, so from the very beginning, we were planning on a VOD release that we were self do, uh, doing by ourselves. Um, you know, and if that means uh, you know Vimeo or, or Amazon or something along Straight those lines. Straight to iTunes. Uh, you know, iTunes would be great as yes. well. Um, iTunes has a weird approval process for films, but uh, you know me, what? It took it, us a we'll week to get approved just for this for, thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, 
for for movies, you got to pay a, a, a significant chunk of change as well. But uh, it definitely be something we'll look into if we can get a return on investment for that. Apple Otherwise, wants, Vimeo Apple and Amazon three, are great. Three percent, three percent. Yeah. Um, but besides that, we're trying 2017. We're going to be hitting the film festival circuit. That's really the plan. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. I do want to so. be an executive producer. Then I'm in. Let's go. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll go on all of those things. That sounds awesome. Now, what is the process for getting approved for those festivals? Have you looked? At, have you done this before, or are you working with the, somebody that has? Yeah, this is actually my third feature film. Um, it's definitely the biggest and um, kind of most complex, uh, but. The process is generally, uh, you know, it's, there's a submission process, and you know, it's about four months in advance to um, to the festival itself. Did you say usually submission? not longer? Yeah, submission. I didn't know it was that kind of movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Where can I donate more? <laughs> Once again, Kickstarter number two. If we I'm get uh, somebody to post play Walt, you post it right now. Um. So yeah, we're. You know, we'll be looking to sort of hit the circuit in in 2017. Hopefully, it'll be coming to a theater everywhere. Um, we'll probably have a screening. We will have a screening here in Orlando for the Backers um, because that's one of the things we we promised. Hopefully, we could roll that out to Anaheim as well. But that kind of depends on uh, nah, um, whatever the dates are. I'll be there. It sounds great. Okay, great. All right. Well, let me ask you this: You're a filmmaker. Favorite movie. Um, it's obviously a hard question. My favorite movie is probably Some Like It Hot. The, oh, uh, the nice. Jack Lemmon film. Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Yeah, that's a great movie. All right, we'll throw that out to Rhiannon. Favorite movie, Rhiannon? Clockwork Orange. Oh, shit. God. God, that just got fucking serious, like, out of yeah. nowhere. I know. I'm going to sound <laughs> really ridiculous when I say, like, the like Vacation. <laughs> that, that doesn't, that's all right. Vacation's a good movie. But, National uh, Lampoon's. Yeah, yeah, the original National yeah. Lampoon's or Fletch. You know, I'm, uh, that's my Ooh, style. Shit. Yeah. yeah. But don't. And then of course, you know, Gone with the Wind. I'd have to say as well. So. There you go. Well, and that's that's what, like when you ask your favorite movie. I yeah. almost think that's not a fair question because it's not. I think there's that movie that you love to watch, and then you have that movie that you just cherish and you love. Right. Yeah. So for me, Casablanca would be like that movie that I cherish. Like I watch that movie. And it blows my mind that they were able to make the movie the way they did. But the movie I love to watch, I will, I will watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off every fucking day if I could. <laughs> that movie, like, I, I based my life on that movie. All right. Ben, now that you're out here, of course, you're on 3 o'clock parade. You know who's on here. You got Drunken Disney. You got Rhiannon. You got Skipper Dick Ritchie. Favorite right. Disney bar? Oh, shit. Oh. I... Are you old enough to drink? Uh, yeah, well, uh, yes, I am old That's, enough to drink. <laughs> he did participate in the D Run K. Oh shit! So. Did you? I didn't know that. That's yes, awesome. yes, I was a proud participant and finisher of the D Run K, and I'm still waiting on my big medal. Yeah, I mean, uh, good luck you with can that. Keep waiting for a while. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I? You know what? Can I? Can I throw something out right now, really quick? Um, and this is only going to be for the people that participate that are invited, and so most of the people that are listening won't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But drunky. Um, for that special time that we spend in the spring, yes. we actually have somebody working on, um, I don't want to say medals, but there's going to be certain things hidden throughout Epcot. And if you find them, there's prizes, is all I'm going to say. 
Okay. So it's like a drunk version of the uh, Agent P adventure. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, well. Um, what they it, did at Food and Wine where they added the uh, uh, Remy, where you get right. find Remy. And there are pins involved? There, I'm actually going to say yes, there will be pins involved. <gasps> um, you just made Rhiannon up wake up. Well, and that's the thing. So uh, a friend of mine um, who I, I actually want to have him on the show at some point. You met him, Drunky. His name is Aaron. And uh, he worked for a little while at with Disney Animation. And uh, part of his claim to fame is kind of a... I'm just going to say he helped design one of the characters for Lilo and Stitch. Um, but he currently works for an advertising company that has a 3D printer. And he's going to... Besides the fact that he's pr- making a bunch of beer for us, which is going to be delicious, he um, is actually... Coming up with kind of like at Disneyland, we had a juju uh, scavenger hunt, which was kind of like your, you know, the Perry thing. But he's planning on having these things hidden for us throughout World Showcase, and uh, part of part of finding them will be prizes. And yes, Rhiannon, like Shannon, uh, there will be pins involved. Fine, I'll show up, but only in costume. That's fine. That was all over the place, and I loved every second well, of it. Well, it's it's everywhere because it's it's more of like – like I just told an inside joke or story that everybody that listens to probably won't even understand or get. Um, but, Ben, we should probably mm-hmm. invite you so that you can participate, and we'll tell you about it, you know, yeah. after hours. That will be fantastic. And your favorite Disney bar, Ben? Mm. Um, probably the Saki Bar in Japan. Fuck, that's a good one. Shit. That's a great answer. No, it's, uh, it's obviously very not special. Not that coming. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite was... word today is coming, my friend. I'm gonna pour another beer. Which... I'm gonna pour another drink just for that. The uh, the year we had our season passes, which have unfortunately expired, my wife was pregnant for the bulk of that time. Boy. So drinking around the world was just not on the cards for us together. So I, I didn't. I feel like I didn't really get to experience it like I could have. Yeah. It, it happens to the best of us, yeah. my friend. It was unfortunate, but, uh, you know, there's always another year, right? Oh, Absolutely. every year. Every year is that year. And just think, there will be another D-Run-K, and you have to defend your medal of finishing in every That's D-Run-K true. from now on. You do realize that that did now. You do have to come to all of them at this point. <laughs> so we have to get Rhiannon next time, though, because she – I think the pen might have gotten her. Well – you know, that's that's the stuff in the spring. Um, the D-Run K that we talked about last week for January, I am probably... I'll know, I'll know more this week, as I can I can say that. So probably by the end of the week, if not next week, I'll, uh, I'll have a better idea. I'll have booked flights. I'll have booked a hotel. And then we can plan the next one. But like I said, I would, I would plan early January. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's a pain in the ass for me because I have to fly out from Florida. Right. And even though Drunky has offered very conveniently and very nicely to stay at his house, it's not on property, so I don't really – I'm good. Um, <laughs> so, Drunky's house. I know, right? Sports, I'm like Drunky. Drunky's house. Ooh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever. That's All-Star Wars. All-Star Wars? No, you're not <laughs> keeping with my theming. Uh, I'm keeping with my theming. So Ben, let me ask you a question. Sort of the sort of to wrap up the idea of the movie. Are there any regrets or things you would have done differently now? Now that it's over, you said you're done with production, almost done with production. Anything right. you, you that you didn't think about that you're kind of wishing you had done differently now going back? 
Besides oh, coming mean, on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, there's always yes. a million things. You know, it's one of those processes that you, you, you work so hard in pre-production on things that don't matter, and then you get on set and you realize that you didn't put any time on something that, you know, obviously was. But on the whole, I'm, this is something I think me and the rest of the team are going to be really, really proud of. So I'm just excited to get it into a finished form. I'm supposed to see a rough cut here in the next few weeks. It'll be the first time I've seen it all the way through. And I'm just excited for other people to, to see it and, and start experiencing it like I have in my head thus far. <laughs> so we'll just hope it translates well. That's like the J.J. Abrams answer right there I just heard. That was awesome. Yeah, because yeah, it was good. funny. When I saw the, the trailer for the first time, I got to say, um, I, for so, somehow I was out of the loop. And I was, I was not prepared for the quality that just came out in the trailer. I mean, this, I'm like, holy smokes, this is a... I wanted to actually see this movie. <laughs> I mean, it was the quality just that came out in the in the trailer was so was so good. I can't wait. We really we really appreciate that. Like we got locations that just fell into place in the last minute. Um, the production design, you know, this is a low budget film. Obviously, the production design looks spectacular. If I do say so myself, um, we had yeah. a fabulous production designer, really good people working the camera. Our DP was excellent. I mean, it just it when you're working with with you know, people who are really trying to prove themselves and, you know, are getting this these big projects for the first and second time, you, you have people who are really pouring their heart and soul into it. So it's really exciting. Can I ask, yeah, some, did, can okay, I ask some nerdy questions? Yeah, sure. Um, what kind of ca- – did you shoot, like, uh, camera red or what did you shoot with? No, it was uh, Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Cam in oh, the Oh, those parks. are nice. Yeah, those, yes. cameras, those cameras are very nice. Yeah, and they're um, about the size of an iPhone, too, so it's fantastic. Well, I was – yeah, so that's that was kind of my next question was um, being a independent filmmaker, how do you feel about, like, you know, I'm, the iPhone success shoots in 4K, the new uh, iPad Pro, uh, you can do, like, four uh, different, like, uh, streams of 4K and edit on the stupid portable device, like mm-hmm. – like, like is that opening the door for you and other and other other independent filmmakers to be able to you know really go out there and go crazy and do whatever you want as opposed to like 20 years ago when you you know you were screwed you were shooting on 8 millimeter yeah, I mean, definitely. This is a movie that could not have been made five years ago. I mean, the technology jump has just been incredible in, in the in the past few years. Um, I'm not someone who likes editing, like, on my iPhone or iPad or something like that. Like, you know, for me, it's this longer process of, of really refining it out and getting the best thing I can out of. And, and for me, that takes time. Um, but, you know, I think there's just really cool stuff coming out of, you know, people doing vines on their phones. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, all these YouTube vlogs and, and people doing narratives on on YouTube that are these long extended stories across multiple episodes. And it's just really cool where we are right now. I mean, it's really democratizing things. Yeah. Sorry to take it away from the funny stuff, but like, this is where I nerd out on. Like, I, I, we, I as much as I love Disney, I love like the whole film production side, um, and and that's and that's honestly like when I saw the story and and the thought of being able to help somebody else make a movie like that that made my day. So I got really excited uh, just the fact that I would be able to ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's great, man. Thank you again. Oh no problem. I'm I'm once again I'm just so excited for people to see this and and then render their opinion. So yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. Um, you do you mind sticking around for some ask drunky questions? Yeah, sure. 
All right. Well, we've got some Ask Drunky questions that we'll do sort of as a, as a round table here and have everybody give their thoughts on. Um, first one comes, and I like this. Is a, this is a good one. This come, um, comes from the Collegiate Boutique, which is a shop, uh, an account for a shop right there in downtown Celebration. How long until, th- this is the, the quote, uh, question, how long until the prime real estate of Tomorrowland Speedway changes to a new attraction themed extravagantly as s- similar to Mine Train? And we'll start with Rhiannon. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what are they going <laughs> to... What are they gonna? What do you have an idea of when they're gonna change uh, Tomorrowland Speedway into a, a extravagantly themed attraction similar to a mine train? Do you have Jesus a Christ! I hope any fucking day now. Because I mean, the other alternative is that it's gonna be a giant parking lot. So, I realistically never. Yeah. Optimistically, tomorrow. I say to be honest, kids love driving cars, man. They I do. say. I say it's going to stick around. If anything, they're going to do what went down, what it sounds like. I, I've been hearing things about going down in uh, Disneyland, which is possibly a sponsorship from, I, I don't know, was it Honda or something like that? And, and you know, they can't more do of a Honda sponsorship with a, with a Chevy sponsorship in the other park, though. I mean, I don't know. Well, at, at Disneyland currently, the sponsorship is Chevron. So, you know, the, uh, the dream has been that, and I want to say it's Tokyo Disney. Uh, they just recently went to all electric cars, so everybody. That, I can, maybe that was the one. Yeah, so I can tell you all on, on on the West Coast, our dream is just that they'll go to electric cars. Like like if you want to keep the Autotopia, because that's what it's called out here. If you want to keep the Autotopia, great. But can we go to an electric car? Because you can't even walk by there without it smelling like just like gas, and you hear that terrible like brrr, like lawnmower sound. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah but. When they start the uh, Disney Candle Company and it's going to have candles scented like the various scents of Soren and the Burning Library of Alexandria, I think they should also have one smelling like Autotopia. Um, <laughs> that is a fair point. That is, I guess Thank so. You. Wait, are you flirting with Rithian? You're a married man, sir. You are a that married man. Just to agree with me is not flirting with me. Yes, it is. You wouldn't know that because neither of you ever fucking agree with me. But I flirt with you constantly like. whether you agree with me or not. Talking about putting mistletoe in your pants is not flirting. That's just no, sexual that's... harassment. There's a difference. Oh, I'm so glad to be back and listen to the first half of this episode. I'm so glad that 3 o'clock uh, Studios does not have an HR department. Seriously, I mean, technically, would this I'm be considered one. a workplace? Is this is this considered a workplace now? Or are we? Can in, I make a Kickstarter we... for an HR department for a podcast? <laughs> I am not contributing to that. Yeah, me either. Ben, stay out. Yeah, the prizes are going to be. Wait, did, did Ben even get to talk? No, about Ben is, Ben just said that he he does not think there can be a Honda sponsorship. So Ben, what are your do you, uh, any thoughts on the question? Well, I think Tesla could potentially sponsorship. I w- I don't think uh, Chevrolet really sees them as a big threat. Well, uh, and that's the problem. The problem. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. The problem no, in, in Florida is, and you are correct, is that Chevy is the like you know sponsor for Walt Disney World. Out here, they're not. So we actually do have Honda sponsoring nonsense at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think until either Chevy decides to go with an electric car, or Disney decides to tell Chevy to go bite it, um, you're probably right. Like, I don't think Honda really has a chance out there. But Tesla would be great. 
I, I think at Walt Disney World we could probably yank it up. I mean, it's going to be ripping off a Band-Aid, but yeah. it's, it's overdue. They need, a, they need a Wonderland section in there for my two cents. But well, and that's what that pathway is. Yeah. So I guess you're saying like that, that would actually be more of a Fantasyland expansion than a Tomorrowland expansion, though, is well, what that would be. What I would have is a slow transition from Wonderland, and you're down the rabbit hole, and then you're kind of like in a spaceport with aliens waiting. You know, the Wonderland kind of turns into aliens, which then puts, you know, dumps you out. So a dream becomes a nightmare. Something like that. Shit. Um, Man, maybe that's the next movie. The next movie. I'm not signing on for that. Um, I don't know. When I was a cast member, and I'm, I'm this is I'm going to throw my part in about this uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. When I was a cast member, before they got rid of um, twenty thousand leagues. Well, no, I, it was actually after they got rid of twenty thousand leagues, when that area was just blank. They actually put out an out an eyes and ears talking about how they were going to put in a volcano ride, and it was going to be the next of the mountain themes, so Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain. Uh, Splash Mountain, and then they were going to have this uh, volcano, and one of the things that they talked about was Disney lava and how it was this, like, actually, like, flowing, like, lava-colored whatever, and it was going to be lava! I was just going to say, the next person to sing that points off. Oofa. Of course it had to be me, then. Either way, so, when they decided not to put that there, and obviously expanded to uh, our expanded fantasy land, I think that they actually could put it where... The uh, Tomorrowland Speedway is, but but I think your point about kids liking to drive uh, kind of destroys that whole idea. I would like to see that just because I thought it was a cool idea when they brought it up. Well, put it put it in all sport, put a go kart track at you know all star sports. I mean, boom, yeah. all star wars. That would be cool. Boom. All star wars. wars. They could drive Tie Fighters. All star wars. Oh my god. It's my big plan, guys. You said Star Wars. You said Tie Fighters. Something happened in my pants. <laughs> See, HR. It, still, still won't have one. We don't got I no just, HR. It, that 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 track's been cut to death too, didn't it? Yeah, used to be like true. twice as long, and they did. Not that they needs to be they did trim it a little bit when they did New Fantasyland. It appeared so, but anyway, it looks like in the short term. Most of us are saying it's not going anywhere, but lot, going of course, everybody would love to see it. Um, Dan, oh, we got a question again. It's such a popular question. Goosey, boxers. Goosey boxers. asked. That's what it is. Boxers oh my God. Briefs. You know I'm that. Going boxers. I, I have, I have, I have professed my love to, to Goosey many times on the Twitter account. So we have, Goosey, we have yet Goosey. to ever hear though. Did Rihanna answer boxers or briefs? Uh, she said she was free balling. Oh, good. And now she's responding. How, ben, do you any thoughts on this? Uh, boxers. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. Gotta, gotta let the boys free. Yeah. This Florida Life, Danny, my good friend, says, asked me what my thoughts are on the trippy scene in Good Dinosaur. See, um, that's not fair. Not all of us have I know, it. but I'll just I'll yeah. just quickly say, trippy, it seemed normal to me. <laughs> Get it? Never mind. Okay. So Ed asked, uh, did that rash clear up yet? No, nope, still there. We call it uh, Rhiannon. <laughs> oh! Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I can only okay, say here's a good one. so much as one time. Hey, Kyle, six. Hey, Rich, your favorite six bits. Oh, six bits. Six bits ass. 
Clearwater or Cocoa Beach, meaning West Coast Florida versus East Coast Florida. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go West East Coast. Coast. What, I'm gonna go East Coast because it's closer, and they have the Cocoa Beach Pier. So. So you're going for I like New Smyrna. I, I'm a big fan of uh, driving out on the beach and getting my hot dog there. Yeah, so we got one for New Smyrna. Uh, I... Where the hell is the... Um... God damn it, because I don't spend a lot of time on the beach in Florida because I'm always at Disney, Disney World. But where is the, uh, the Disney Vacation Club? Vero Beach. What, what side is that? East. All right. Yes, love? Three West for the East Coast? Coast? Well, no, West Coast is the best coast, but I'm talking fucking California. If, I'm talking Florida. Uh, I mean, you know, the Gulf of Mexico's nice. It's very nice. Um, it's much, is the beaches Cocoa are much Beach? larger. Wait, 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 is that Cocoa Beach in... in... Nope. Ew, no. No? Ben? What the uh, fuck is... Because I'm not going to lie to you. The only time that I ever went to... What are, wait, what are our two options again? East? East or Coast West. or West Coast? No, no, but you brought, you brought up two specific. <laughs> you brought up two specific. Clearwater. Well, Clearwater. Isn't that like just, the world capital of, of the Scientologists? Scientologist, yeah. So the I we uh, Mrs. Drunken Disney and I on our college program when we worked at Disney received free hotel stay at the DoubleTree at the Clearwater. And we grabbed all the different friends that we had, and we went out there. And I have to say that besides checking what, in... on a missionary trip? Shit. Well, yeah, a bunch of fucking Disney College Program kids drinking at a free hotel on the beach. Paid for by the Scientologists. Paid for... Well, that was the weirdest part. It was so creepy. Like, being there and... I don't know. I didn't like that part. So I would not vote Clearwater... Just I had come to. on down to Southwest Florida. It's all good here. We got so, the nice beaches. I gotta say, I'm a little shocked. That's three to one East Coast. I did not see that coming, to be honest. So Ben what? with the uh, yeah with ben, uh, I, New Smyrna. I'm yeah. more from you. Mm, hey, sorry, it hey, happens. You did good, Ben. Hey, I like this question um, from Brian uh, from Brian Boulden. Um, if you could ban one item from the parks, what would it be? Rich. We already did oh. selfie sticks. Selfie sticks are gone, at least at Walt Disney World. Shit. You're pouring drinks again while I'm talking. Ben you would weren't probably... even talking yet. Drunky was talking. I'm but guessing yes. Ben would steer clear of filming. No. Yes. <laughs> no, I would have been the last one. Yeah, I would, he would not yeah. steer clear of filming. Um, Go ahead, so... Rhiannon like Shannon. Mm-hmm. Would you ban something, uh, Rhiannon? You. <laughs> Fuck, that was rough. Mm-hmm. So oh, you know what? I would ban. I would ban smoking. No, worse than smoking. I would ban strollers. <laughs> Ooh, strollers. Uh, <laughs> Walt may have died like of lung cancer, but I would still ban strollers over smoking. See, if you ban strollers, all those kids are going to be underfoot. Then you're then you're going to be stepping on them. It's fine. Of, oh, oh, that, ban I'm kids. Okay ban kids. Holy shit. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> so ban kids, ban strollers, ban selfie sticks, and now ban, now that the filming and major cigarettes. production is, is is Dover, you can ban filming. Cigarettes. I would ban cigarettes. Even though they, they have their own little like spot in the corner, so it's not so bad. Oh yeah, God. I kind of figure, like, you've got so many foreign tourists who are going to smoke that you might as well just herd them to a... 
you know, in area because I, I feel like you're just going to have people trying to smoke in secret and smoking in bathrooms, and yeah. it's just not going to work out for you. Yeah, just put give them the yeah. whole like side areas. Oh, uh, I've oh. got mine that I ban. Okay, you can oh, catch an EO theater. <laughs> what ban cupcakes? Oh, what? oh. no! Ooh, no more Disney Parks vlog. Ooh. That would be the end of the Disney Parks blog. I'm just you saying would. there's so many better desserts in Walt Disney World, and they keep rolling out a new cupcake every time something happens. Ooh, speaking speaking of new of other snack, that leads us to the next Ask Drunky question. If you say fucking potatoes with a hot dog in it, we're going to fight. We're going to fuck you with a potato and a hot dog in it. Oh, shit. What is your favorite snack to have whilst drinking around the world? This is from Tamara. Uh... Favorite snack while you're drinking around the world, and it says specifically hot dogs, stuffed baked potatoes do not count. Good for her. So, since you say you do not want that, Ben, what was what is your favorite thing to snack about whilst drinking around the world? Um, well, there's obviously the ice cream martini from France, which is a drink and a snack in one. But besides that, the pretzel from Germany. Oh, always a solid one, and I'll go with the Kringle. Almond pretzel from Norway. Shit, that is good. That, that is, is good. good. I'm torn. I'm torn between some sort of delicious Mexican carne asada, something, uh, the fish and chips. I don't, I, I, God, I just want to eat and drink all around. I don't give a shit, man. I want it all. Rhiannon's got to have a favorite. Well, I'm snacking on some cold Brussels sprouts right Wait, now. Wait, what but... are you, you're putting on a strap on? Yes. Where's Mark? He's in the other room watching. Speaking Go of strap on. Yeah. Oh. Um, Speaking of strap on, what's the preferred size of candy canes? A man asks. Oh, sorry. I like <laughs> snacks while drinking. What is it? Bitch. I got excited for the transition using a strap on. A beaver tail. A beaver tail from Canada. All right. Rihanna, what is your favorite? I would like some noodle gratin, please. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Bye bye. Boring. Prefer, this goes for Rich and Rhiannon because it's both of your favorite things combined. Your preferred size of candy cane for Harrison Ford's hand. <laughs> Amen, SS. What is the girth that would be best for that hand, uh, Rich and Rhiannon? Like a good, healthy cucumber? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous candy cane probably ever. Like maybe like a... I mean, a little bit smaller than a cup of corn. <laughs> hey, one <laughs> last ask drunky question is from Dick Ritchie. And whoa, gonna, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's mine? I'm going to read this as is and see if I can understand exactly how much. <laughs> why were you at Trader Sam's in recording your podcast when you said you would? Is that what I wrote? No. Okay, what? first of all, and, first and of all, not you meant to recording. write not recording your podcast. Second of all, you skipped over one because I definitely submitted a Ask Drunky question. Did you use prior... the hashtag? I retweeted you. You got to use the hashtag because that's how I find them. The hashtag was in the retweet. Oh, my God. Ben, do you understand what I'm working with here? Do you see um, what I, I get it. I'm looking at the hashtag right now. I'm not time. seeing it. Even Ben can't find it, Rhiannon. Look at your notifications. And Ben is a filmmaker. Look at your notifications. What is the bar of the week? 
And then start to Ben, right? No, we asked Ben what his favorite fucking bar was. Right, I think we should talk about the... I think that's we're going with the, the, bar of the Michikoshi week. Saki bar. Now, Ben, right? is, that, is the Saki bar the bar? This is, is the that... worst Thanksgiving episode ever. That's ben, the one that's tucked every back Every episode the of this store. show is the oh, worst okay. so ever. We're, we're talking about the one that's in the department store. Fantastic. Yeah. Rhiannon oh, has shit. thoughts on that Downstairs. one. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hate that place. I mean, um, it's great for a store. I I personally hate sake, so it does nothing for me other than make me want to throw things at bottles as if they're like a carnival prize. But then I win nothing. So do you drink hot or cold sake? Neither. I don't like sake. Yeah. What about you, Ben? Hot or cold sake? Uh, cold. Fantastic. Yes, that's the only way I can do it. They whenever I go to one of those uh, you know Japanese steakhouses, sometimes they'll they'll spray it. Give in you a happy mouth, ending. And it's so yeah. warm. So. Yeah. They do. They spray. really. Wow. Would you just? It's H- too easy. R- I'm not even gonna touch H- that one. R. Not even gonna touch that one. The question is, though, is it really a bar if there's no bar stools? Right. Yeah. That's a fair point. I'm, um, I believe by the technicalities of the fucking book you're writing, it is. Blah. It makes me. I will transition that to. If we're let's just use Japan. Any thoughts? Has anyone else tried the frozen topping for the beer in Japan? It's not a topping; it's the drink. It's a so frozen it's like, topping. It's like butter beer, where they have something no. floating on top. Basically, it's poured. Basically, well, they also have they've they've always done uh, for the last few years. They've done a frozen topping where they'll, they'll pour you a Kirin beer and they will put frozen topping on top of it, which is basically frozen head, and it's. It tastes like just beer head, and it's frozen. And, yes, it keeps your beer cold on a hot day, but, man, if you actually try to just taste it, it just tastes like foam, and it's uh, disappointing at best. Because all that is is the shit that surrounds your CO2 as it dissipates from your beer. Sorry, I just got Bill Nye on you. Um, I've never tried that, but maybe, maybe in January... They need to do something for the early days of food and wine when it's still ridiculously hot out. I couldn't agree more. There is nothing worse. Those first few days, it's just brutal. It Mm -hmm. reminds me of the day we did the D-Run K, and literally there was, I remember uh, Scott had a backpack on, and literally there was a a marking of a backpack on his back from the sweat. So, uh, sorry, Scott. uh, Didn't mean to talk about that. Well, that being, just, like, that being said, like it just crash landed. <laughs> that being a good time to thank Ben for coming and joining us today. So, oh, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. We're looking forward to the movie. Um, again, so you're saying early 2017 are the festivals you're looking at? That's that's where we're looking. So yeah. far away. I know. We'll, we'll be releasing, we'll, there'll be more trailers and more clips and, and more things coming out before then. So, so keep your eyes out for those. Absolutely. Well, we can't wait. Ben, thanks for joining us. Um, any final thoughts uh, from Rhiannon? Nope. <laughs> ben, any final thoughts today? I don't have anything else. You guys are both lame. Skipper Dick Ritchie. I have so many. One, uh, I wanted to talk about the American Venture today. I wanted to call the Territory Lounge our... Oh, did people hang up? 
I want. I'm here. Okay, I wanted the Territory Lounge to be our. Oh, we lost Rhiannon. To be our uh, our bar of the week. I, I was just going for a whole American theme, and none of it happened. And I want to say that I am thankful for uh, the cast members because they work really hard, and I appreciate them whenever they're there. Oh, absolutely. And this time of year, man, when you see the parks as busy as they were, I mean, anybody that's going to work frontline at the at the parks, uh, let's hope that people give them a little bit extra uh, leeway and are very thankful that these people are working while uh, people can go in and have a good time. Yeah, totally. Thank you, you guys. Absolutely. Come to Loosh, and we'll see you next week on the 3 o'clock parade. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. I have a dream this afternoon that the brotherhood of man will become a reality in this day with this faith. 40 feet down, two and a half, picking up some dust. Four forward, four forward, drift into the right a little. Contact light. Okay, engine stop. We copy you down, Eagle. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. Such for